0: It's slippery too. I can't. It jumped out of my hands. <laughs> that, S- sorry about slippery, that. little bit. <laughs> It made my dogs bark somehow.
1: It's
2: a loud beer. It's oh, fine. That's so funny. All this is getting cut out. Bloopy section. It, you're welcome. Um, yeah, bloopy section for sure.
3: <laughs> this is a Diego podcast.
2: Welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out podcast, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Peter (laughs) Parker-Pale, and alongside
3: me is... This is Porter Parker, and with me is... Ant Maybach,
0: and with me is... J. Jonah Jameson the Whiskey. And alongside me is...
2: Uh, uh, Doc Oktoberfest, and alongside me is...
1: It's the
0: Hop Goblin, and with me
1: is... is... the Green Flash Bruin Thompson, and with me is...
0: The Rye in the Chair. <laughs> <laughs> in and today's episode... Into
3: the Spider-Verse.
0: <sighs> today's episode is featuring Daily Juicer from Peoples and Street Lamp Porter from Fall City. And we are talking about Spider-Man and the movie... <laughs> oh. Dang it! I need oh. it straightforward.
2: I know. That was supposed to be me, mm-hmm. but it's fine.
1: Well, I thought I that was just cold open. Then we do 8 bit and then we do the real one. So
2: I know that's what I was hoping too, but whatever. I just, I just think that we're just going to roll with it. I said wing it and that's what <laughs> and we're we've doing.
3: winged it and that's what happened.
2: We won and that's what we're doing.
3: Never saying our real names.
2: Never. I mean, if they don't know who we are by now. (laughs) Listen
3: to a different one.
2: Yeah. All right. So (laughs) to start this off, we have Peoples. Daily Juicer, because of the Daily Bugle. It is 6.1% ABV and 80 IBUs, which is around the world in 80 days, our geek IBUs. This New England style IPA is made of two-row malt, flaked oats, and flaked barley to add body. This hazy orange-colored beer looks and tastes juicy. Daily Juicer has a bitter backbone with big aroma and hop flavor with notes of tangerine, papaya, lemon, and lime from over 50 pounds of hops. What? It's a hoppy boy. Dang. It's a hoppy boy. Jesus. And this was added throughout the brewing and fermentation process. So probably when they were brewing it. And when they decided to you know, ferment it, double the dried to the hopped. That's why That gives it the
3: juicy factor, those late additions of hops. Yeah, and 80
2: Yeah, IBUs. it's up there. Uh, if you want to take a look at this beer, there's going to be links in the description
3: below as well. I think on, I. on the can we got, I think that's Ric Flair doing the whoo, whoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's got his little onesie on with the tiger print. He's got boobies. <laughs> That's some nice cleavage.
2: Yeah, they're not, Yeah, I, I think they're supposed to be like pecs, but those are actual, like,
3: milkers. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, this is like a little sketch or a, a cartoon of the character. It's not the actual guy, and he's in front of a nice bright green background. Mm-hmm.
2: He's got a Hop Tribal as a tattoo. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I like that
2: and he's jacked but he's like flexing and holding a beer at the same
3: time. Yeah, right hand has a beer, the left hand he's just doing the flex. He's got a nice leather bracelet on there with the uh logo uh, the people's logo. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he is hardcore. Looks like he
3: has a broken wrist too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sharp angle. <laughs> what's What's like, going on with his elbows? Both the hands are Goofy-looking.
1: Yeah,
2: they're, the elbows, that's the bone protruding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could poke
3: your eye out. <laughs>
0: look at that. Like, yeah, when he,
2: when he does like a... Because he's a wrestler. Yeah. When he does like the... the drop the, top, the bows on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the bows, he's like... <laughs> right
1: in the face and like... Puncture wounds. His face kind of reminds me of the uh, the scream. That classic... Oh, eating. yeah. Yeah.
3: I thought he kind of looked like... like, I was like
1: Skeleton <laughs> or something like
3: <laughs> I was gonna say emperor's new groove, oh yeah. yes, <laughs> <laughs> hmm like the llama's face, oh yeah, the way he's like got that his mm-hmm. jaw bones protruding,
2: <sniffs> other than that, the can uh is just green, there's nothing really else on there,
3: and it's the twelfth anniversary edition with citra hops it says that on the can as well, oh label art is by at Coleman, small small as a person he's t- small mm-hmm. All right. what color beer
2: kind of star foxy fur I'll be honest yeah it's like it's a pretty creamy, low
3: creamy golden
2: yeah it's pretty low but it's also in the orange factor uh so roughly a 6 probably um I don't think it's as creamy as yours
3: i know well I, cuz i do the shake and rattle and roll it so i got uh, a, a lot of the the the, the, the extra crumbs. stuff
2: <laughs> that i still have
3: in this can yeah, yeah. yours is all the, your cloudiness is in the can Missing out. Um,
2: I still think it's like a six in my opinion. I, I don't know. You
3: had some oh. of that creaminess. It'll lower it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'll stick with that.
2: It smells juicy for sure. The name doesn't disappoint. It is very
3: fruit forward yeah, like on the nose. The citrus smell from the citra hops is what I get. Yeah. It's um it's fantastic the smell can't
2: smell any burn from the hops clearly that's a taste thing mm-hmm. but normally if you're sitting at 80 hops you can smell some kind of plant
3: or you know something mm-hmm. that's earthy uh earthy yeah <laughs> when i poured mine i got like half head half a glass of head yeah. but i figured yeah, that was too. just for me rolling it around so much that i did it but
2: yeah, I mean, I I did too, and I I don't recall if I poured it like a dick or anything. <laughs> it just kind of what just was heady. So,
3: all right, let's get drink her up or drink in. Ooh, I
2: guess. Mm. I'm chewing this one. <laughs> wow,
1: now you know that guy's face. That's got, a, it's got <laughs> quite a bitter aftertaste.
0: <laughs> That's your fifty yeah. pounds of hops,
2: right? They didn't skimp on those. (laughs) Disguised in there is some juice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's on the more hoppy, the bittery, like grassy hops. Mm. Right. So technically
2: it's up my alley, but it's a little over the top right now. Mm -hmm.
3: It takes a minute for your palate to adjust, I think. Yeah. (laughs)
2: well i am for the listeners out there i'm making the worst faces right now Mm -hmm. they're they're laughing at me
0: the bitter beer face you remind me of uh tim allen and the santa claus when he's he drinks that um lactose intolerant milk yes (laughs) and he's like (laughs) what is this
3: (laughs) yeah uh while we try to gather our opinions on this do you guys have untapped ready yes i do Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Out of
1: a total of 138 check-ins and 106 rankings, comes down to a 3.88. 3.88 on untapped. I have no friends, but you already knew that. Um, (laughs) And yeah. Pale Jet, anybody?
0: I had zero friends, but I did find a pretty good check-in. What you got? Julian M. Smells pithy and peachy, Absolutely tropical hop aroma, very smooth, sweet, bitter in a fruit rind kind of way, very balanced. So far, my favorite People's IPA. Gave it a four out of five.
2: Are you guys looking at the regular one or the twelfth anniversary edition? Yeah. Those are from the regular version. Oh, you're doing okay. the
0: twelfth
1: one.
2: We we can we can combine. I think we can combine this right? Well, this one has different
3: hops in it, but it's the same uh, base. I oh think.
0: poop. Yeah, yeah. I see. Not bad. 12th anniversary.
3: well it's not a big deal i mean i'm guessing a lot of people i see the cans on their check-ins and they're the yeah, same people cans that we
2: drinking so i was just double checking because there's only 35 yeah, we could, people to check the 12th anniversary we roll that back.
3: check on that one too yeah
2: i feel like if it's like the same process just different hops like
3: worth mentioning well, this one
2: says i just was 30 pounds
1: on the description not 50
0: the,
3: the mm, so no, what i'm 60 looking at pounds. Says 60 pounds yeah 60, yeah, 60, pounds, 60 pounds and we used over 30 pounds oh, this, of a specific cryo that's the part i was looking at 60 pounds yeah.
1: of hops yep, yep. oh which yeah.
2: is probably definitely this where the juiciness comes from is that citra i did pour the rest of it in there however i'm still getting a very hmm. similar color yeah but it's creamier i think now that i have the whole can into it Um, No complaints. Like, I didn't absolutely make a cluster of myself just drinking that right there. (laughs) I might have just gotten, like, all head
1: and not much beer, Mm. but, you know, whatever. This is interesting. Uh, Lee M. says, sweet, which isn't my jam, but so complex that I keep coming back for more. I don't recall you guys (laughs) saying sweet. I mean, besides a little bit of the citrus, but
3: I think... A little bit but of the f- fruit flavor is sweet, but mostly you get the hop, right? Aftertaste. the he- The head is sweet. Like if you just like
2: scrape mm. off the head, it's kind of like um, you know, whatever cream you add to like a cold brew or something. But it's definitely, I wouldn't say sweet. Mm. Definitely juicy for sure.
0: Chris S says, "I want to love it. It smells juicy and great, but it's very resiny and earthy." Give it a three and a half.
2: Imagine that. that. That's exactly So, you guys mentioned grass. We <laughs> <Yes>. Yep. <laughs> well, wow, this smells very juicy, but it's now. Yeah, it smells
3: better than it tastes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a looker, not a shower or whatever. A grower, not a shower. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to stick with the score. I have already checked it in back in December ish. Yep. And that I gave a three and a half. I didn't write anything because I figured we'd get to this eventually. Right, And I didn't want it to taint my opinions. Uh, but I I really like the the smell a lot more than the flavor, as I was just saying. Uh, it's just got like a real hoppy, grassy aftertaste. But the uh, upfront f- uh, fruity notes that you get are pretty good. It's just that, that leftover feeling that you have is not super appealing.
2: I enjoyed this beer when I poured the rest of it into the mug. Uh, And so I'm taking that into consideration. I gave this one a 375 and I also didn't write anything because that's not what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will, however, say that it is pretty rough on the taste buds right away. Once you get used to that super poppy flavor, the 80 IBUs um, is a little daunting, but as soon as you get past it, the juice flavor is pretty good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you know, the the head is creamy, the juice flavor is really nice. The thirty pounds of Cryo Citra really comes through and kind of balances this out. Um, I don't know if I you know would agree completely if I just kept it in the can. It might just be like something I need to roll and shake and do whatever. Um, definitely, de- I'm not buying this one. Like if I go to a store and I see it, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I know, I remember that one. But if I'm at people's and I'm filling out a flight and I need something, I'm probably going to use this as a filler. Cuz it's it's drinkable, but it's really
3: harsh. Yeah. And but that's honestly what I, I, I was just, I'm going to agree with you that it probably would be better to have it on tap. And plus this is back I got it in December, so you know, having it fresh on tap probably would improve it a yeah. little bit.
2: Yeah, probably. Definitely not drinking more than one of these.
3: No. It'll crush yes. your taste buds. <laughs> oh, Trying yeah. to drink anything afterwards. All right. Go All ahead, right. guys. What do you guys... Before we get started. Drinking? Oop, we got to hear it piss open.
0: That wasn't very, very loud. but. That was pretty loud in my it sounded ear. sounded loud to me. <laughs> we can save that clip. And well, I can't hear my own audio, it. so it might have yeah. been loud for you guys. So while he's pouring that, I'll mention what Keith and I are drinking. Mm-hmm. We have the Street Lamp Porter from Falls City Beer. Uh, street lamp because Spider-Man swings and hangs from the street lamps. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always flying, swinging around the neighborhood. Uh, this comes in at 5.4% ABV, 30 IBUs, which is 30 days of night and also the show 30 Rock. It's
1: either, either or. I did, I'd put them both in there.
0: Yeah, either or. This pre-prohibition pre prohibition style porter is brewed with six-row malt, molasses and lager yeast. The name pays homage to America in the 1800s, a time when lamplighters lit street lamps surrounded by Victorian homes and neighborhood brew pubs were prominent in Louisville. Roasty nose, chocolate finish.
1: I I threw that last little bit in there. Sorry, I meant to read that. (laughs) Not you, but it's okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, the Roasty Nose and Chocolate Finish came from the website. That was their own little tidbit that they threw in there. A little disclaimer for this beer. It's not obviously Indiana. This is uh, a Louisville, Kentucky beer. Um, you would think that I picked this up on our stop in Louisville where we stopped for dinner. But that would be false. I actually picked this up <laughs> last Saturday at Decatur. Liquor stores of all places. Interesting. So they have a whole selection of Fall City Louisville beer. I mean, it's independent so it's got the the label but i'm like cool i'll check this out not even thinking of spider-man but i'm like ooh, a porter because everything else is like a pilsner or ipa and blah 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 boring beer
2: you are a fraud i don't know how we can
3: go
2: on (laughs) kentucky beer no i know
3: we're drinking in (laughs) and out this episode we have our in beer that's true i guess we're going back all right might as well
2: grab might we'll as well grab a strange brew. While we're <laughs> exactly, we have plenty of those too.
0: <laughs> Let's take it back to four years ago. <laughs> I know, Jesus, it's been it's probably been that long.
1: Uh, all right, the can. So, sorry, as I showed you part of it. Uh, all the cans in their line. It has the Falls City Beer label. Uh, pretty simple, kind of like a 1950s looking beer sign.
3: It looks like a can of oil. Yeah,
1: an oil can, if you mm-hmm. will. If you look down at the bottom, it does have a little street lamp there at the bottle, oh, bottom nice. of this oh, little nice. Chevron looking sign, but it's That's the same big. on either side.
3: A Green Lantern episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this can screams like uh, old car company or something like with those metal signs. Yeah. Those vintage signs that say like Chevrolet or. It's got like the um, Ford logo here. Yeah, it does a little bit. Like the F looks like Ford a lot.
2: I mean, if you've ever seen the Falls city logo on their like their signature i think it's just like regular lager uh it's like a red can with um it looks like a campbell's can <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can see that yeah and it has like a gold label as like a circle and mm-hmm. then in the middle it's just a red legal thing that says premium quality beer Falls city so they've been doing it a while yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, and I, I Googled this specifically so I could take a look at the other cans. And you made mention that there's a street lamp on there. Uh, not every single one of their cans has something like that, but there's some that do. So they have one that has a star on there uh, for their pale mm-hmm. ale. Their Lou City has the yep, saw that uh, one. Louisville City logo on there. Uh, so they're, I mean, I feel like they, uh, if they can, they'll make some kind of a connection and throw it on their yeah.
3: cans. I wonder if it has anything to do with, it being like a seasonal beer or like a year-round beer that the year-round ones get a sticker or the other ones
1: don't? These um, I saw they were like six different varieties available at one time, and it mm-hmm. looked like it was just freshly stacked up. So I don't know if the shipment just came in. It wasn't too dusty when I grabbed it, mm-hmm. um, as sometimes craft beer can be in liquor stores. Um, it looks like all of them do, except
2: for their premium Pilsner. That has nothing. But their hipster repellent has like this
0: skull oh, that's with how a, I know like I recognize yeah.
2: that beer. Yeah, it has like a red beer beard English style has a star street lamp porter which you guys have has the lamp. Uh, Sunstreak has like a sun in it. Uh, the coach coach double dry hop lager has a basketball like a
3: yeah
2: uh. you know things like that. So they they do have. I feel like that's like their their can design is just down to that one uh, little circle. But this one's cool, too. I wish I could show it to you without messing up our view. But it's their, their Moon Fuel Coffee Stout. And it's an 8-bit uh, design for their coffee cup. That's pretty neat. Sweet. That's really, that's really neat. Sorry to derail it, but I find these can designs pretty interesting, even though like
3: the rest of the can is boring. Yeah. I like when there's uniformity between... Yeah, uh, like the different cans and the, except from the same brewery. Yeah. It, from a mm-hmm. production standpoint
1: too, it's like minimal changes. We have our brand, we have our mm-hmm. identity. We just change a few things, so we don't have to come up with a new logo every single time. It's not yeah. as fun or exciting, but from a business side, right. I can I can definitely see that. It's like change the color here, change the color there. Yeah. You know,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, just
1: have you know a
2: stock swap image this little
3: picture just... out with another little picture.
1: Uh, Pale, what do you got for the color? It's looking pretty dark to me.
0: I bet it's dark. Ooh, yeah. Let's see, um. And say venom. <laughs> yeah, let me look here. Yeah, I'm not really seeing any kind of brown or red really. A little
1: bit at the yeah. bottom, but it's hard to see. After a fresh mm-hmm. pour, it's very difficult to see.
0: See a little bit of venom's tongue down there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do venom. It just fits really well. With the episode. I thought so.
3: hmm.
1: On the nose. It's a fifty-four. Definitely roasty.
0: Roasty. A little bit of coffee.
1: Really good. Malty.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. Malty. It
1: smells like a good porter.
0: Mm. I'm jumping in. Just gonna try it. I'm gonna dive dive it. in. Diving in. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. My first when I was I've been drinking this for a little while. Of course, (laughs) (laughs) my first impression was, wow, it's a lot more carbonated than I was expecting. Like, uh, it just, you just feel that like carbonation kind of like fill your, your mouth. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's interesting. It's not as, um, like roasty as some of the porters. Yeah. It's very bubbly.
1: It's it's bubbly. bubbly and it's lighter because it's a porter. So it's definitely not a stout. So that thickness isn't there. That mouth feels very different. Stole that from you. Um, mm-hmm. um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll do a pale's pairing real quick. <laughs> Ooh,
0: uh, <laughs> think of a think of a cheese. <laughs> think of a cheese. <laughs> think of a cheese. Gouda. I like, oh, that. Gouda. <laughs> I like Gouda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: The go-to Gouda. All right.
3: Think of a cheese. There's a million options. (laughs) You guys do it for Uh. me. Yeah, you do it for me. I'll (laughs) hear your thoughts. But then you said one. Yeah, that you did. (laughs) Uh,
0: Both of us, we just went blank. You guys are too slow. (laughs) (laughs) I got so many cheeses in my head right now. I couldn't pick one.
2: Filter it for me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Narrow it down to like one or two. Is it white or (laughs) orange? white or maybe blue
1: I will say also this is my second one that I've had here I had one beforehand that was fresh out of the fridge and this one is definitely warmer and a lot more of the flavors is coming out Um, it's not as malty but more of the roastiness is really apparent with it but it's so light it's so easy drinking and I think as Pale said it's like 5.4% yeah I mean it's a decent porter. There's not much else besides it. The basic porter flavor, but I'm glad I grabbed a six pack of this cuz I could easily just sit and drink all of these.
3: Have a couple more while we're sitting
0: here. If you like if you mixed like a porter and a lager, this would be really close to what you'd get. Like I a think. black and
1: tan type
0: It'd, thing. Yeah. Like a what, like a black and tan. That doesn't sound appealing at all, but let's see what <laughs> everyone
2: else Had to say about this one, Untapped says out of one point seven thousand, they give it a three point six three. It is one seven nine three total ratings. That was a pretty decently sized uh, beer check-in range.
3: I have zero friends check this one in. I got Mick Beer. He gave it a three out of five, but did not uh, write anything in there.
1: I have one friend that drank this. I will throw that in there. My new friend that likes all my stuff recently, Mr. Stout Boss. No idea who you are. Stout Boss. Mr. Stout Boss. He had this at JKO's um, here in Fort Wayne and said, "Roasty, bitter porter, nondescript," and he gave it a three.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna imagine that Stout Boss is Bob from now on, <laughs> since he's <laughs> that's the oh. first person I thought of in your area.
1: Well, I'm looking at like this, his this friends. Is, this is nondescript, <laughs> and the I don't like it. <laughs> the guy's hand. <laughs> He's a. I mean, you can't tell anything from a dude's hand, but he is a white. He's a white gentleman. Yeah, I don't really like it, <laughs> so I give it a three.
0: <laughs> I give it a four seventy five. Four
2: seventy five. I don't really <laughs> like it, but it's. I'm going to give it the pale rating of four. <laughs> uh, Greg S. had this bad boy. I don't know where Hilltop is. Probably in Kentucky somewhere. Uh, nice and local coffee porter. Gave it a four. Scrolling through and I see a bunch of three and a half. I uh, don't really see a whole lot of writing. Uh, Brent F. Here we go. Writing plus he's a subscriber. Uh, nice traditional porter. No additives or overpowering flavors. Good
3: roasted flavors three point eight. Derek B says malty and bitter. I'd prefer more molasses and gave it a three point two five. How are you guys feeling about the molasses? I don't think you've mentioned it at all yet. Um I'm sure I've
1: had porters that
3: had molasses
1: in it, but I had straight up molasses before, and it's awful. Um it's, so yeah, it's not really bit a bitter f- a flavor that sticks out. I wouldn't think that guy can probably sense it, but I haven't had it in years. So I mean, it blends mm-hmm. well if it's in there, I think it helps. Yeah. We balance it out. All right, We had a molasses beer last week and it was awful.
3: I was going to mention that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of curious to see like, if it was like soothing for you, if it worked or.
0: Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's hard. I'm not able to pinpoint like the molasses. Mm-hmm. So it's, Very got to be very light in my opinion. Yeah, they must have used a little less. Yeah, and I I don't really drink many beers with molasses, so maybe I'm missing like the high content of it or whatever. But I don't, I don't feel like it would be highly molassy. It's not like the
3: grapefruit. It's not something you could just pick out of (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not grapefruit. Even after
2: somebody told you it's there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brad P. from Valparaiso had this, and he gave it a 325, and he said, that's a porter, all right. Hmm. So I don't know if he liked it or not, because he gave it a 325, but he's like, yeah, you're right. It is a porter. porter. Thanks for playing. I guess I don't like porters.
1: I mean, it's a basic run-of-the-mill porter. I mean, there's nothing too special about this, so I I can see where these guys are coming from. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, did you check yours in yet? I'm just finishing. Because unlike,
3: like unlike you guys, I'm a typing review. up something. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: that, that's really fair. I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing just a bunch of like check-ins, no posts. So I think I'm done at this point. I was gonna But read I did stumble James across Mike. one. Yeah, there you go. Do the, I just scrolled on that one, so let's go.
3: James Mike K. Uh, Mike is in parentheses. So maybe James and Mike share an account. I don't know. Uh, multi-nose lingering foam. So I think that was pale's like, bubbly mouth. Uh, he says, uh goes on to say, clear, dark, brown color, malty, bitter flavor, gritty chocolate finish with lingering dark chocolate bitterness, and gave it a four. Lots of detailed words in there. Mm. Probably way more than Keith wrote. Definitely way more than I would have written. <laughs> more than I wrote. <laughs> the one letter is more than you've ever written. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, I was
1: going to say, Boss writes more. Um... <laughs> all right i can go ahead and give mine pale if you're still working on it then you can just copy me um I gave...
3: <laughs> that's a great uh, idea Keith. his fingers hang hovering over the copy button i just <laughs> deleted my check because you already did it for me duplicate
1: um yep. a i said a nice roasty porter with hints of coffee and chocolate with the flavor coming to life as it warms nothing too special but still a decent porter that's a bit bitter on the back end i gave this one eight or three and a half So a basic porter, um, nice little staple beer, but definitely if I ever go back, in fact, I'm going back to Decatur tomorrow, I might hit up that liquor store again. Uh, I don't know. I may grab another one of their beers, but I would not be opposed to grabbing another set of six of these because this is real easy drinking. Drink a couple of these a night and be a good night.
0: You'll sleep like a baby. (laughs) And I said, very easy to drink and more carbonated than expected. Roasty notes are nice, but not too overpowering. And I gave you a three and a half as well.
3: Hand and club.
1: Web slinging club. <laughs> Web slinging club. So
0: yeah, Keith, if you pick up more, just let me know. and I could drink In- a couple of these. Uh, I yep.
2: mean, literally, <laughs> literally, if you find the mu- moon fuel there,
1: pick it up. mm. It's their coffee step. Move. If, w- oh, if I saw that one, I would have grabbed it. But this was the only dark one I could find. That's tr- that's fair. They probably just have like their IPAs.
2: For basic ones. Colshes. Bah beers. <laughs> I doubt that. No, probably not a Bach. They do have a Onward, which is a pretty cool Kansas seasonal selection. It's a brown hoppy brown ale. And there is a dude with his dog on it and it's like they're camping. That's pretty neat.
3: I like the hipster one with like it was like a skull with flowers or something the next to mm-hmm. it.
2: The hazy hipster? Yeah. Or the
3: hipster repellent. I don't know. Something. I just know it was on in on a there, green yeah. can and it said hipster in big letters. Yep, that's hipster repellent. Alright. Neat oh. While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drinkin' Geek out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkingeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcast. We also have a patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and that is patreon.com slash drink geekout and now back to the show let's talk about something else neat <laughs> <laughs>
2: here's spider man spider man Can <laughs> he's swinging from a web no he can't he's just a pig spider pig look out here comes spider pig <laughs> look out here comes john mulaney
0: <laughs> watch him as he falls and then catches himself
2: all right so yeah we get the the culmination of the spider man with the child, Tom Holland.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which marks, what, the ninth, or, sorry, eighth film, because Andrew Garfield never had his he didn't get his trilogy.
3: Yeah. yeah, poor guy, didn't get his trilogy. They keep talking about maybe finally doing that third one.
2: Because like, yeah, this be,
3: movie was popular, and it was, like, renewed interest in him.
2: That'd be really cool if it was, like, an after like after the event yeah. I think it follow up be, that yeah. would be really that cool would be very smart on Sony's part yeah it's really like cuz like without diving too much into the movie it kind of felt like it was like a um pulling peter parker out of his depression and kind of gave him something to do and maybe that just was the kickstart he needed yeah. like after mj's death or, no, Gwen Stacy's
3: death. I never saw that movie, that second Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I can't really input it. Because I didn't like the first Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't, I I didn't see either of one of them, so him. I was clueless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I believe
0: I saw both of them, but I did not. I was not impressed either. I, I really like
3: Andrew Garfield, but I just I couldn't care about that movie. for Well, some I reason.
0: take that back. The first one was pretty good. Wouldn't say it was amazing, but it was pretty good.
3: I mean, it was
2: amazing. Did you not read the title? <laughs> it said it right there, it wasn't the pretty good Spider Man, uh, it, <laughs> right,
0: it was right there. And you, you it was the pretty good Spider Man,
2: <laughs> the average Spider Man, <laughs> De- definitely hyped up because of the promise for the sinister sticks. So yeah, they did that's... set that up like from the beginning, yeah. and they were leading up to it, never got to pay off right they, i don't think they have yet to pay off but like even like the amazing spider-man with uh andrew garfield they literally had after credit scenes with the sinister 6 mm-hmm. like we're like oh we might get a vulture we might get you know the rhino and you know all those things and then they brought back the vulture for the tom holland yeah. verse but you know
3: i'm still holding out hope that we're going to get a sinister 6 we
2: kind of did like in a way in <laughs> mm-hmm. this
3: movie we got some right. kind of remnants of it with all the villains kind of teaming up so i mean it it's there it's not fully that but right might be as close as we're going to get that's fair also just want to say if you strike
2: spider-man 3 out of the toby movies toby maguire movies then we can say the toby maguire movies are like the best of all <laughs> time like the whole venom like Emo Spider-Man, yeah, you could that just one fuck was real, real bad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But Spider-Man Two is a, probably the best film ever made. It's all right. The Spider-Man, oh, the Spider-Man stuff.
3: Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's better than this one.
0: It's probably the best Marvel movie of that like that decade that of era. that.
3: Yeah, that yeah. era. Definitely. Yeah. I don't, don't know. Blade was pretty good. Yeah, and so was yeah, Iron Bl- Man. Yeah. Well, Blade was no of the, the of the originals. The, I don't he think said Iron of that Man. Counts. Decade. Counts.
2: He said, of that decade. Of of that
3: era of Marvel. Oh, Um, oh, yeah. Decade.
1: Era.
2: Well, I was just calling him out (laughs) for making bold claims. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, of that era, yeah, probably. And we're, what, we're counting the Hulk in that, too? Like, the era of the Hulk? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. maybe those first
3: three X-Men's. Oh,
2: yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, those first few X-Men's kind of slap though.
3: Yeah, that that second X-Men's really good, too. Yeah. Is it better than mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2? Absolutely. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I mean, it's toss up. I mean, I mean
2: last again, the third one, last stand probably could have just.
3: Yeah, they 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 weren't good at making trilogies back then cuz they always yeah. wanted to end it. So they would always yeah. like, oh, it's we're going to do up to 3 and then we're going to we're going to wrap it up. And like today's Marvel, it's just like We'll have 15 in this franchise, 20. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> we'll just keep making them. Yeah, we'll, just,
2: yeah, we'll, keep, doing, we'll keep doing the thing. We're not going to drop the best X-Men story arc in the entire comic book series, yeah. in the last of a series, and then immediately kill her off. We're not going to do that. Right. Yeah, Phoenix is so good. The Phoenix storyline is amazing.
0: The Daredevil movie was like top three, right? <laughs> what? With Ben Affleck? Ben <laughs> Affleck <laughs> one? i'm kidding I'm just kidding i wish he was matt
3: murdoch if if they had ben affleck as oh matt murdoch in this movie how cool would that, that be been been <laughs> <pretty> funny
0: yeah <laughs> oh that would have been awesome and, and yeah, but it would have, really have
3: to be later in the movie after yeah that, the, was, after the spider-verse yep. thing You're opened right. yeah <laughs> so i
2: mean seeing charlie cox in this movie was that really was cool yeah,
3: yeah. finally and oh some acknowledgement gosh. of yeah. that whole thing because like they would acknowledge like the battle of new york and stuff on the sh- netflix shows but like there was never any crossover before mm-hmm. right and he caught yes. that brick that was awesome <laughs> and spider-man just kind of looks at him like what the hell what was that a <laughs> <our laughs> really good <lawyer? laughs> yes
2: i mean peter was ready to catch it and i know then... yep
3: he got him he was a little bit closer <laughs> yeah. Uh, And he didn't have to actually look because he's got, like, the sonar thing. So he could just, like, (laughs) he could see everything without seeing it. He could, like,
0: feel it coming from, like, 50 feet away. Yeah, a mile away. Mm -hmm. He heard it.
2: Heard it. Leave (laughs) the guy's hand.
0: Yep.
3: Mm. I assume it was a guy. I don't know if they ever showed who threw it. Yeah. I mean, it was...
2: There were, like, several stories in the air. (laughs) Either you're throwing from the rooftop of the building next door or from the floor. You'd... You need a really powerful person regardless of gender to <laughs> right. Uh, another it was superhero
0: strange probably <laughs> <laughs> just trying to shut the whole thing down before you know, like it like started. No, he's That's the true. one
3: started it. If, if uh if he, Peter Parker it, wasn't being hassled he wouldn't want to he wouldn't to forget do it him. at all.
2: Yep. I literally was super upset that Doctor Strange actually mm-hmm. caused all these problems.
3: I figured he would. The, just, I, I there was a lot of. I know you were speculating that he was like a one of the secret warriors or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't
2: him. Yeah, it's, it was one of like the not not particularly one of the like the secret invasion people, mm-hmm. but more like uh, Agatha Harkness. Maybe you know, like one of the witches, uh, and potentially could be like somewhat of a lead into the infinite you know, multiverse issues with the Doctor Strange and uh, Scarlet Witch have some kind of a connection with Agatha, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, some, like, oh, this is another little pinpoint. Agatha's one causing trouble. Yeah. But no, it's just fucking Stephen
1: Strange. He seemed, like, different. I don't know. It wasn't like Doctor Strange because we saw him in Infinity War and Endgame and he was, like, super serious the entire time. And then now he's just, like, pissed yeah, off. Like, the other guy's, like, in charge well, of him. Well, that was, like, the... I know he was zapped, yeah. well, snapped for five years. But still, it's, like, it's a completely different... Well, different... Yeah. I was going to say it was probably a different
2: different universe, yeah. but it's not, because that's the same Peter Parker. My first thought was, like, if, if you remember the, um, the cartoon... Version of Doctor Strange, how he yeah. turned, went, you know, crazy. In the yeah. what ifs, yeah, the what ifs, and we're still speculating what if Doctor Strange for the movie coming up. So you know, whatever. Oh, but that, I feel like they're this, tied together they closely. Oh yeah, they do. Based same. on the latest teaser,
3: same
0: thing. I haven't seen both. that same yet.
2: Thing. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so it's clearly. Um, I think that you know, it's it has to seem like another. It definitely seemed like another universe of a Doctor Strange, more of, like, a laxy, Mm -hmm. daisical, like, whatever, you know? I
3: think the Avengers movies didn't really give him enough time to show him being his, like, cocky, I can do whatever. Because in the Doctor Strange movie, he does a lot, like, he breaks the rules, he's, like, sneaking in and stealing books and, like, doing stuff he's not supposed to do all the time. And then we get, the next thing we see him in is an Avengers where he has to be serious because he doesn't have time to dick around when the world's at stake Mm -hmm. and now we get more of him just him seeing like yeah he he's kind of flawed and thinks he can do it all and Mm -hmm. he makes mistakes yeah i I mean other than breaking the fabric of time but you know whatever (laughs) he was gonna fix it but peter parker kept getting in the way being himself he's just gonna send everything back and like reset everything but peter parker kept changing the the game
0: I don't know if Peter was asking for too much with yeah. the spell or if Dr. Strange just really has like more. I'll say, As him. a
1: teacher, he was being an annoying <laughs> child and he kept, oh, wait, one more thing we
3: could do. I mean, like, shut
0: up. Yeah, yeah. Shut yeah.
1: up.
3: <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> let me work. <laughs> just let me teach. Then he's like, whoops, I it's wrong. Let me put it in this box and then I'll just hit this button and reset it. And then Peter takes the box away and then like just keeps making it harder for him to just reset it. Yep. I don't
1: know. That was a little weird.
2: <laughs> Even though this ranks up there as like one of the better Marvel movies, I still don't understand Parker's motives in most of this movie. Uh
3: he, yeah, you don't really get to see, but I think he just like it puts his friends like he does he's ruining their lives or he just the weight, like of them being in danger because of him or like not being able to go to college mm-hmm. because of him or just Right. By being around him, they make his their lives worse, right? And the end makes sense. Like,
2: I yeah. get that, yeah, for sure. But the
3: just reset everything. <laughs>
2: like, just push the button.
3: Yeah, right. But then I like that this Spider Man is not just like, oh, I'm gonna kill because in every Spider Man previous, the bad guys always die to do whatever Spider Man unwillingness to kind of yeah. give them a shot. He just fights them. So I like Peter Parker, like, no, we're going to actually help him this time. Instead of just like beating them up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's fair. Yeah.
3: Huh.
2: All right. Well, let's do a little bit of information before we keep tunneling down with no structure, <laughs> even though it's pretty, pretty good. No <laughs> structure. I like it. Um, but we do have some, um, some synopsis to, to start off the movie. We see that uh, Quentin Beck, or the Mysterio frames Peter Parker for his murder and reveals Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man, which is the end scene, uh, after credit scene of the movie when you see, like, uh, Jameson. Far From Home. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in the Far From Home where Jameson's like, oh, he's a little kid, Spider-Man, piece of (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: He's not trying to help us. He's actually the cause of our problems,
2: Right. And I will say that, it was it was great seeing things evolve mm-hmm. for him yeah to different era he's not just a you know a mag or a newspaper editor he's now a podcaster mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <Claimed> <laughs> exactly yeah he's you know podcaster just like a tv spot wherever guy he's got a green screen everywhere type of dude you know it's like he's media now yeah <laughs> Versus like media twenty years ago, so Stubbled it was nice to
3: see black and white newspaper. Yeah, trying to figure out the front page.
2: Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, Alex Jonesy, Rush Limbaugh. He mm-hmm. wanted to punch him in his mouth. <clears throat> Just shouting all the time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Parker, his girlfriend MJ Watson, best friend Ned Leeds, or the man in the chair, <laughs> and <laughs> Aunt May are interrogated by, interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. Lawyer Matt Murdoch, Charlie Cox, gets Parker's charges dropped, but the group grapples with negative publicity. After Parker MJ and Ned's MIT applications are rejected, Parker goes to the New York Sanctum to ask Stephen Strange for help. Strange casts a spell that would make everyone forget Parker is Spider Man, but it is corrupted when Parker repeatedly requests alterations to let his loved ones retain their memories. Strange contains the spell to stop it,
3: and Parker leaves. I must have missed where P- Parker's charges were dropped. I figured it out later in the movie, but I was like, "Why is he worried about going to college? Isn't he like under investigation for like murder yeah, and all this stuff was... from the last movie?" <laughs> like, it was oh. quick. It was just kind of like brushed over. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Murdoch was on the case, so it got dropped. Yeah, I think it was later. It was on like uh, one of the news yeah. feeds uh, on the bottom of a. Uh, news channels oh that okay this makes yeah, more sense." public opinion
1: was already swayed against him and that's yeah mm-hmm. he was canceled so
3: it's kind of cool a parker tries to convince an mit administrator to reconsider mj and ned's application but is attacked by otto octavius octavius rips parker's nanotechnology from his iron spider suit which bonds with his mechanical ten- tentacles and allows parker to disable them as Norman Osborn arrives and attacks, Strange teleports Parker back to the Sanctum and uh, locks Octavius in a cell next to Kurt Connors. Strange explains that before he was able to contain the corrupted spell, it summoned people from other universes who know Spider-Man's identity. He orders Parker and MJ and Ned to find and capture them. They are able to locate and retrieve Max Dillon and Flint Marko. Uh, who, uh, I don't know these people's names who's Kurt Connors
0: Sandman uh,
2: no that was Kurt Connors is the lizard man it's,
3: it's oh Ray's, yes yes That he was captured next oh second.
0: from Amazing Spider-Man it's yeah Ray Fiennes hmm. that's not the actor
3: Ray Fiennes is Voldemort no that's Voldemort Ra- Ralph Fiennes. is Ralph Finez. Fiennes yeah same person no it's not <laughs>
2: I don't think. Oh my god, <laughs> Doc uh,
3: <laughs>
2: Lizard time Man, out, time yeah. Out. yeah, Curtis Connors, who played in Amazing Spider-Man. So I wrote Doc Lizard Man, Amazing <laughs> Spider. So <laughs>
3: I don't know you what his characters do.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Doc. Yeah, it's Lizard. It's Curtis Connors. It's Ray Fiennes. It's yeah. He was I don't know the who that guy. Is. He was the Russian in the uh, prequel Kingsman, too.
3: <laughs> Jeez. Was he not Voldemort? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Is that what no, you're Yeah. <laughs> no. So who played Voldemort? But he's not.
2: Who did? Who oh, is the Harry it? Potter guy? Yeah, Ray, it's Ralph. His name was... <laughs> Ralph uh, fin- Finez. Lord Volder didn't Volder. you say <laughs> Ray finds is this guy oh my gosh no there's two different people why Ralph they have the same name they don't though <laughs> alright I'm trying to spell it's Ralph Ralph is yeah alright Ralph okay. versus Ray
3: they're the same name they're the same person his name
0: is Reese
3: Reese is I... a different name than Ray
0: Reese Ifans.
3: Okay, Reese Ifans is the lizard. Ray Fines is Ray F- Do- Voldemort, like I've been trying to say.
2: No, his name's Ralph, not Ray. It's, it's, it's not, not Ray, right, it's Ralph. Ray
3: is a synonym for Ralph. It's just a shortened version. version.
0: <laughs> I did not know
2: that. I'm trying to get Wikipedia to tell me how to sp- pronounce his name. It's Welsh, right? So there's a different yeah. pronunciation. It's R-I-S, it's Ris. It's R-I-S.
0: It's Reese.
3: like Rishabghul.
0: Ghul. Rice.
2: Gosh, Wikipedia. Tell me how to pronounce <laughs> pronounce this for me. <laughs> Just tell me. I can tell you the difference between them by looking at their faces. This R H Y S guy has a nose. <laughs> that <not>. is true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also was, uh, he was actually in Harry Potter, too. <laughs> what?
3: Yeah, he's the same character. <laughs> no, he's
2: not. is <laughs> <laughs> Luna's father, Xenophilius uh, Lovegood, the guy who was telling the Deathly Hollow story.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, he had the long, long blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. I told yeah, you. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't know the same had to, guy. He also has <laughs> the long blonde hair and Amazing Spider-Man.
3: <laughs> I'm glad we sorted that out. Yeah. It was worth it.
2: Yeah, no. It's,
3: it's not the same guy, though.
2: I'm going to find the I told Welsh you they weren't the same guy. Hey? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to find the, the Welsh,
1: Welsh pronunciation for this.
2: We'll, we'll get there eventually.
1: All right, going back to Spider-Man here, I'm going to make comment on what we said beforehand if Dustin wants to cut all that crap (laughs) Um, (laughs) where he tasked the three of them to go collect the bad guys Mm -hmm. to me it had some serious Nickelodeon Disney Channel kid vibes where the three of them were teaming up and having this plan of going out and just their banter back and forth it turned into a kids movie a little bit that's why I called him this right there yeah so it, I don't know. It was just kind of well, Disney doing their thing here, right? Um, but I don't know. It it, it was kind of funny still, but because he they, based upon the end of the movie, they wanted to have this build up and see more of the friendship, I guess, between yeah. the three of them and the trust and
3: everything else. So maybe he was just trying to keep them busy, <laughs> yeah, out of his way. It's like you go exactly. deal with this <laughs> exactly. Oh right.
1: Moving on. Osborne reclaims control of himself from his split green goblin personality. He goes on a feast, F-E-A-S-T building, where May confront comforts him before Parker retrieves him while discussing their battles with Spider-Man, Osborne, Octavius, and Dylan try or realize that they were pulled from their universes just before their deaths strange prepares to reverse the contained spell and send the villains back to their respective universes but Parker argues that they should first cure the villains powers and insanity to prevent their deaths upon their return Parker steals the spell traps strange in the mirror dimension and with May takes the villains to happy Hogan's apartment he cures Octavius, but Osborne's goblin persona takes control and convinces the uncured villains to betray Parker. As Dylan, Marco, and Connors escape, the goblin fatally injures May. Dun dun dun. Before she dies, May tells Parker that with great power, there must also come great responsibility.
3: Finally, someone says it.
2: Right. All right, so now that we're at the part where they pretty much have all escaped again.
3: I think it's, it's worth pointing
2: out that each individual like capture scene, if you will, was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked all those mm-hmm. like interactions yeah. with the former villains. Yeah, especially with Octavius like trying to like defeat the Spider-Man and like, not
3: realizing it's not the same Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> until he pulls his mask off, he's like, "Wait, who are you?" Right, I'm and Spider-Man.
2: Then, yeah was who's the electro what's his name
3: uh, it's either mile or max dillon or flint marco i assume flint marco cuz flint creating a spark or maybe I it's max <laughs> it's
2: max yeah, i think it's max cuz i remember him calling yeah, it max at yeah. the end of the movie Yeah, max dillon i think flint marco was the uh sandman
1: it's just mm. sandman <laughs> Bring yep, me sandman. some
2: sand yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like that one was kind of boring like capturing him but i thought like the the mark the the max was pretty fun
3: you you're just pulling all the tr- power lanes down and he's like I'll, I'll come back once i put some of these back or i'm gonna get blamed for this or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah well, i he like that they talking kind about of... how
0: the energy was like so powerful and much different in this way.
3: this universe or yeah. something mm-hmm. energy stronger here or something
0: i wonder why it like uh if maybe just i don't know like the of amount of the electricity needed for technology, I
3: was gonna say because of yeah. the other Avenger, like in the, his world, like none of the other Marvel stuff exists. So there's no mm-hmm. Wakanda, there's no like Avengers Tower. So there's like all the the Shield people, all the oh. technology they're messing with, like Infinity yeah. Stones, and yeah, that. his his universe didn't have any of that. That makes sense. Didn't have the the Stark f- technology. The, yeah, the start what reactor box. Or whatever it's called yeah the Arc stark reactor <laughs> <laughs> i like the scene where they're all in happy's apartment and like he's building the cure and osborne's like oh great job kid if you want a job come talk to me in my universe or whatever yeah and he's like the nice willem defoe mm-hmm.
1: who is the greatest green goblin Ugh. Oh, he's perfect, oh my God! I was so happy to see him again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no other one that could play that character. so good. I had so many emotions Ugh. after what happened to Aunt May. oh yeah, that it was, was like I kinda, I'm like laughing because of the whole like the house scene with all the bad guys mm-hmm. together and then like a minute later she's a minute in. later, I'm like bawling my eyes out. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> be like. Hot Aunt May, you're dead. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I like how they had like Happy was on the outside, like nodding at him to like run away while he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. I like the relationship. Mm-hmm. He's like a uncle figure. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So we'll we'll move on to yep. the next paragraph. Ned discovers that he can create portals using strains sling ring, which he and MJ use to try to locate Parker. They instead find alternate versions of Parker from the villains universes who were also summoned by Strange's Spell and who are nicknamed Peter 2 and Peter 3. The group finds this universe's Parker, nicknamed Peter 1, who is ready to give up and send the villains home to die. The alternate Parkers share stories of losing loved ones and encourage Peter 1 to fight in May's honor. And the three Parkers develop cures for the villains.
3: I like the reveal of... The uh, Andrew Garfield Peter yes. Parker in the apartment and the grandma's like clean this mess up <laughs> there, there's, there's a cobweb get in the corner can you get that <sighs> it's like
1: jumping up with this yeah is this so good
0: when enough when he walked no. through when he Sorry. walked through that portal like the whole theater was like yes <laughs> and I'm like I don't That's know cool. it was just like immediate reaction was just to like celebrate yeah another Cause I didn't I didn't know like they kept it a big secret yeah and Andrew Garfield just kept denying it. I'm not in this movie. I'm yeah, not he did. in the movie. He did it for like three or four months. And and then there he was. It's like, I, I knew it, but apparently he's a liar. He's a <laughs> apparently
3: they didn't tell him what movie he was in. So he wasn't lying. Like he didn't know if he was going to be in the Spider-Man or Avenger. Like, he he just filmed a few scenes, <laughs> but he didn't know what movie oh. it was for.
0: Like he just thought it was a Marvel movie. Like yeah. on the next on schedule. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Yeah, he knew. <laughs> Probably must have figured it out, but it didn't yeah. specifically say this is the movie I'm in. So he just like, I'm not lying. I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm
2: wearing, I'm wearing a, a Spider-Man suit. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> I do enjoy that, like in the school when they're like working on the cures and stuff, mm-hmm. and like doing like that
3: was cool chemistry. And Ned's like, and... Hey, Peter and they yeah. Uh, who yeah? yeah and then they all point at each other like that one meme like, yes. are you talking to this yeah. P- him P-
0: yeah you 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 me me you you me me he's
3: like no peter parker yeah that's all of us peter Parker, spider man yeah that dude yeah <laughs> it's just
0: that one <laughs> no the best part of the movie when they're in the lab and uh andrew garfield looks over at toby maguire He's like, "Are you going to go off battle looking like a youth pastor?" <laughs> that was a funny yeah, line. And, and then like he's like, like it "Oh, it's under like, the it's right here. under the shirt." Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was <laughs> like, "Are you serious?" Oh, that was, I was very... dying. <laughs> that was
3: pretty funny. I liked all the banter, especially between those two. Yeah, the other Spider-Man, where they're like mm-hmm. cracking each other's backs and stuff. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I got yeah, a little little back thing too, <laughs> but that's a little because they weren't right, stressing though. out like Tom yeah. Holland was that's not their universe <laughs> no I mean their aunts and uncles already died so yeah, you know, yep. <laughs> yeah. they have like matured and learned these lessons already they're seasoned Spider-man <laughs> all right the group lure Dylan
2: Marco and Connors to the Statue of Liberty Peter one and Peter 2 cure Connors and Marco while Octavius arrives to help cure Dylan. Ned frees Strange from the mirror dimension with a portal. And accidentally. then the goblin appears. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> goblin appears and unleashes the contained spell, which begins pulling more people in from other universes. Strange attempts to hold them off while an enraged Peter One tries to kill the goblin. He should have. That would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight this entire movie. To save, save all these the... people and then end up <laughs> murdering at the very <laughs> yes. last minute. Yeah. Peter 2 stops him, and then Peter 3 helps Peter 1 inject a goblin with a cure uh, to restore Osborne's sanity. Peter 1 realizes that the only way to protect the multiverse is to erase himself. It doesn't tell you that he got stabbed. Oh, mm. the other Parker?
3: Uh, Toby Parker? Yeah, th- yeah, Toby Parker yeah. got stabbed. Mm. But what I guess joke. it was very nervous at first that he's just, like, fine afterward. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll be fine. I, I get stabbed all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the spider heals quickly. Yeah. Know. I've
2: been stabbed before, I think he says. Yeah. Peter one realizes that the only way to protect the multiverse is to erase himself from everyone's memory and request that Strange do so, which that's what he was trying to do in the
3: first <laughs> right. place. But I guess we wouldn't have had this movie if he, well, you know, just... Th- that's why the, the culmination is, like, we have to do... The spell that as it was intended in order to correct the what we started, yeah. mm-hmm. I like how in the sky is like cracking open, and you can see the different universe characters. I'm sure there's a bunch of Easter eggs up there, but I didn't pause and look, which right. got like people with staffs and different character like out like silhouettes, so it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I know that guy, but I didn't actually look so I mm-hmm. was kind of hoping that somebody else would have done that <laughs> so I, I didn't
2: think, think about it until just now, mm. yeah.
0: There's like celestials up there, and we didn't even realize. Yeah, it. <laughs> the Eternals are coming. <laughs> yeah, yep.
2: And then he uh, promised MJ and Ned that he would go find them after this and reveal again, but he doesn't. Do do, do he, The yeah. spell. He changes his mind last minute. Yeah, the spell is cast, and everyone returns to respective universes, including Eddie Brock, who unwilling, unknowingly leaves behind a piece of the Venom symbiote. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. It was funny, because cause at the end of Venom, you see him just, like, laying down, and all of a sudden something happens, and then he's in somebody else's hotel room, but he didn't move.
3: Oh, that's... Okay, I didn't see Venom 2 yet. Oh. So, is it, okay, it does tie in, because yep. it just got, cuts to him, like, sitting at the bar, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was kind of confused at first.
0: Yeah, I was confused, too. I, I haven't seen the second Venom.
2: It's not that good. Uh, <laughs> Two two weeks later, Parker visits MJ and Ned to reintroduce himself, but then he decides against it. While mourning at May's grave, he has a conversation with Hogan and is inspired to carry on, making a new suit and resuming his vigilanteism.
3: I thought this movie or the ending was interesting because initially part of the Marvel-Sony deal was three solo Spider-Man movies. And then we take Spider-Man back. So th- that's kind of what how this movie ends. Nobody in the MCU knows who Spider-Man is now. So he, they could easily just cut it off and say, no more Spider-Man. Because once it comes to a next Avengers movie, people aren't going to be asking where is Spider-Man because they don't even know who he is. They've true, never met right? him. Which
2: begs the question, what? does Doctor Strange remember Spider-Man? He said he wouldn't. Yeah, but he also said he wouldn't remember the party that he erased before, but he still talked about it. Yeah.
3: Mm. Uh, th- uh, he... Obviously, Spider-Man's coming back. Right, They're not going to end it now. It's, this is one of the biggest movies ever. So I think it's in the top five. It just passed the original Avengers or something. So obviously, they're going to want to do more of, with these mo- with movies. Uh, in this timeline, so I'm sure we'll see him again. And I think Feige said, "Don't worry, he'll be
0: back." Do they bring in uh, Miles Morales and just give him his own trilogy or something? I know Tom Holland is pushing for a new Spider-Man. I could see that. I know they—they he's got
3: his cartoon, and I don't think that's necessarily yeah, Sony, connected. But...
1: Sony's going to keep going that route for it, mm-hmm. but it would be great if they went the Andrew Garfield route and give him a third movie that would be based really upon cool. this. That, <sighs> that would, be would be pretty cool.
3: cool. And give Toby Maguire another movie too. I was going to say, yeah, Toby, Let him redeem
1: it. goblins alive. I mean, that's going to completely rewrite his universe. Yeah. So, cause the one thing that kind of bothered me is that Toby and Goblin, they made Goblin like the main bad guy, which is great, which he should be. He should be, <laughs> but Toby and him had like no interaction whatsoever. And yeah. And no, they're I'm the totally ones that the knew each other. He saved his life.
0: Yeah. That's so true.
3: And he just ends up stabbing him at the end and just not yeah. like, you know. But yeah, Hosport. I like that look at, in his eyes after he stabs him like, oh, shit, you're you're the, my Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? But yeah, I don't... They haven't really said anything about doing any more of those Spider-Man movies, but I think they could do both and that would be really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: Have it be like... Um, frank miller dark knight series where Ooh, it's like the yeah. old batman he's the but he's the old spider-man
1: Ooh. i like that that'd be good that'd be
2: interesting yeah i think one thing about this movie that kind of um was a little off-putting uh pale mentioned this earlier when he said that it was kind of, or no sorry Keith said it when it was kind of like campy uh child's movie mm-hmm um, but also the end movie, the end scene with them trying to cure the certain villains, it, it was very movie trope esque too. Almost like a like a Disney movie trope where you make a plan and then it doesn't happen very well. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, whatever you plan, do you think about doing something else because whatever, <laughs> like everything can, will go wrong. Like I imagine, like that. I knew that that was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be very interesting if it
3: just everything went according to plan and then the movie was over. Right. But, so overall, I liked it. I liked this trilogy more. Like I think it has more ups than downs. Hopefully, yeah. we get to see more Tom Holland.
1: It was good for a, a nostalgia factor. Definitely bringing oh yeah Toby and everyone back. I mean, our generation. If well, as I had to argue with my students, bad, that's my Spider Man. That's Toby. Right. Um, so. You know, it was kind of neat to give them another chance to come back and just to bring the Sony and Disney. It's it's a good scene of this bickering franchise who owns what. Like if we could do this with the Incredible Hulk, we could do this with whoever yeah. else has the the owning rights of whatever, and we just create this multiverse, um, which I know is the big end game to bring in X Men um, into the whole thing. So yeah, there are
3: rumors about which character is appearing in which movie coming up.
1: Yep. Well, that's already confirmed. He said he was in it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, I'm excited to see that. I'm like, like, yeah, there's more than that. Wolverine's
3: yeah. name has been banting about and <laughs> coming up in things, so
1: I hope
2: I mean Nicholas Cage has been rumored to be in every single movie ever made. So. <laughs> He's in He's most of Ghost Rider. So. He needs to come back.
3: <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs>
2: He was a a stand-in for Spider-Man 2.
3: He was also uh, almost Superman one time. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Mm. They even made the costume for him. The (laughs) movie never came.
1: I did see those pictures. Those are rather funny. Mm -hmm.
3: All right, so I think that'll do it for this week. We're past the hour mark. Yep. So We've fulfilled our time card. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we did. we
0: It's time we're, to punch we're out. To, we're
2: checking out. Uh, I think final, final notes, real quick. I think his move to not tell Ned
3: and MJ oh, yeah. was real yep. smart. I think that's good. Then we can get the Gwen Stacy storyline, and then maybe I'm sure he'll get back to Mary Jane eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So, on that note, I also am checking out. <laughs> All right, until next time, drink up, drink up, drink up, drink up and, geek and geek out, and web-sling out, and pew-pew-pew-pew-pew-pew.